On today's episode of Web3 Made Easy, a lot of conversation about where the market's heading with shitcoin meta still continuing to cook. A lot of plays, a lot of speculation on where people are making money and losing money across the board and what we think could bring back NFTs across all chains. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io. Giving us analytics, giving us data, helping us navigate the entirety of the Sana ecosystem all completely for free. And if you want free NFTs, thenifty.com backslash claim. Get the password at Nifty Portal, N-I-F-T-Y-P-O-R-T-A-L. Almost daily, no gas, no wallet needed, but let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again with another episode of Web3 Made Easy. Breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. It's been a rather eventful day. I will say so myself. We got uh, some key things cooking. Looks like a former Coinbase employee is facing two years in prison for insider trading after leaking what would be put onto the application. So not terribly surprising, but definitely not the type of things that you want to see happening in this space. We also just got Jane Street and Jump Crypto announcing that they're going to be scaling back on their market-making activity in the United States due to uncertainty in the regulatory outlook of cryptocurrency. So definitely some causes of concern when it comes to the overall space. On top of that, looks like Joe Biden is trying to fix tax loopholes that help wealthy crypto investors. And everyone's favorite FTX employee, SBF, has come out and stated that he is not guilty and that they should remove charges against him. So... Kind of wild. Kind of wild, to be honest. It's uh, a lot of negative press. A lot of negative press in the market. But, you know, how much worse could it get? Is uh, what I what I tend to say here. How much worse? Please don't get any worse. But on top of that, on the positive side of things, we got some shit coins still cooking in this current market. Sweets on Solana up like a clean 15x. We talked about some guys named Ben for the entire 40 minutes this morning. And it looks like the Ben token is continuing to cook. Who could have possibly seen, what is it, BitBoy Crypto, Ben Armstrong, coming out and announcing he was on the team? Who could have possibly seen this coming? And a few other individuals also stepping into the space to back that. Uh, So I guess we'll have to see what happens with it. On top of that, we have a little bit of NFT volume cooking at the moment. A little bit of market action. But let's dive right into it. Shout out to the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io. Giving us analytics, giving us data, helping us navigate the entirety of the Solana space all completely for free. And as we take a look at the metrics, we're down about 1.75% on the 24-hour mark. Magic Eden doing 44% of the volume at 32K. Tensor doing 40% of the volume at 29K for a whopping 73,000 overall Solana volume. Holy Grails with their fifth straight show of zero volume. One month volumes down about half a percent, sitting at 3.71 soul. Mad Lads at 62. Sharkify up to 21. Oogies up to 15. Heist flat at 8. Soul Casino all the way up to 36. SMBs at 164. Lily at 8.5. World Tools back down to 50. Famous Fox Federation at 52. DGen Fat Cat to 21. And ABC down to 18. As we pivot over to the open seas, my God, dude. Redacted Romilio babies all the way up to 1.36 ETH. That's a full ETH. 
from when we first started talking about these damn things. There was a big sweep on them uh, not that long Fucking ago. hell, dude. Jesus. Those things have not stopped cooking at all. Haven't stopped. Haven't slowed. I've just continued to print. It's fucking wild. Does anyone know what it means? Dude, you do not ask. Do not, do not ask. Do not ask. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'll have to explain that one to you off air, dude. Yeah, dude. We'll okay. have to like, both set up. Can y'all DM me what it means? We'll both have to set up VPNs. Okay, yeah, that... We'll both have to go offshore. <laughs> Maybe we might have to take a boat just to discuss this. Romelio is like the company that started Miladies, right? So. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Re- okay. And then Redacted. Redacted, redacted is yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a euphemism for another word that starts with the same letter. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Nakamigos at point two one. Gemesis somehow continuing to stay in the trending charts. Who could have seen OpenSea forcing the hand there? Who could have possibly imagined this one? Beans at 1.28. Artifact Clonex forging season one. Could they get any goddamn longer with the name? 0.03. Low Pudgies up to 0.36. Big Pudgy's up to 4.88 on the back of their $9 million safe note raise, backed by none other than Solana's Big Brain VC and a bunch of others as well. But when I saw Big Brain's name in there, it just made my heart whole. You know, it's nothing like our very own Big Brain diving into that and putting some capital into uh, a quality project. Azuki up to 15.3, Mutant Apes at 10.5. Bunny, I actually have to pivot this because we got to talk. What happens when D-Gods flip mutants? Is it still an ETH and a half of art? It's like an ETH. Are you sure? Well, last night it was one ETH exactly. I, I, don't, I can't see D-Gods right now. They're nine. Okay. So one and a half, right? So I was exactly right. Okay, you're wrong again. Well, let, let's check play. Uh, bigger, easy, bigger question. Oh. What happens... What happens when D gods flip all day? All right, all right. Listen, I'm. D- We're just saying stupid stuff. I'm down now. for crazy claims, Mister Yellow. I'm down, but like some things are just downright fucking wild. So, what happens when Miladies flips Fidenza? Okay, that might actually like happen. Uh, I know that, that one was, actually. That was not as crazy as you make it sound. Because the way those Miladies have been moving, dude. What what happens when the Miladies flip the U.S. Federal Reserve? See, might be on to something, but shit. Let's just let's just get to the gang, Bunny Frisk, Manny. How are we living today? Oh, um, I don't know, man. I've had Uniswap up uh, on on my computer. I've had this tab open for almost two days now, and I just have the max swap on, and I just watch the number change all day long, dude. It's it's exhilarating. I love it. It's an addiction. I haven't checked in like an hour. I'm freaking out. What? what? You sound like you're outside. Yeah, I am outside, dude. It's nice out. What's What's the temperature? <laughs> Not okay. I guess it's uh, it looks like it's 67. It's partly cloudy. Okay. At a high of 69 today. We had a high of 69. Nice. Air quality is pretty good. We're at a 35. Oh, on in New Jersey on. too. Yeah. That's that's impressive. I got nothing on NFTs though, you know. When when's the last time you even looked at the NFT market? No, one like once or twice a day I'll pull up OpenSea and I'll take a look see at the at the trending at the trending projects. Okay. okay. Oh, Pudgies did a thing. We didn't talk about that. They raised nine million. By the way, that seems like an awfully low number, no? 
Well, it was on a safe note. So if you like break that down, I don't think they gave a lot of equity for it. Like, I think like nine mil, this raise from what I've heard also happened before and they've been kind of sandbagging it, just sitting on it. Um, and then Coindesk actually leaked the article in advance. They front ran them on it. So I do agree. Like, it doesn't seem a, like a ton, but think about it from the perspective of the fact that Luca paid $2 million for the entire project and just raised $9 million and not 100%. So, like, he's well in the green. No, yeah, from, from, from that perspective, it's, it sounds great. I'm just talking about, like, what other projects I've raised. You well, know? dude, it's not fucking November 2021 when, like... I'm- you could have just minted a 10k, like dude. But like sneaky vampire syndicate could have raised. When 50 did like million. play wild? When did play wild card raise? Right, like yeah, I don't know. yeah. Like they raised 40 million, like over 40 million dollars. And Pudgy Penguins, I know they're one of the larger projects within the space. They got all these fucking Instagram likes. I keep hearing about. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much to argue against that. I think you're kind of spot on, Fresk. How are you living? Not too bad. Uh, not too bad at all. I am like anti shitcoin, so I'm like missing out a lot of the fun that's going on. If there's any fun to be Why honest. Why did Twitter so. start cracking up when you said you, you weren't doing bad? I have no idea, man, dude. She told me th- today that she has a shrine of me in her closet, and I don't know what to believe anymore. I just, she terrifies me. The fact that she's on the stage right now is honestly like freaking it's me out. It's made like, of old chewing gum that fr- that's been chewed by Frisk. Mm. She created a little frisk out of sticks, put them in the little closet, put some candles around them. Wait, wait, stop throwing up hundreds. Stop throwing up hundreds. That's not, that's not, we're not doing Chris, you're probably talking to your little voodoo self right now. He's probably right there next to her. Oh my God. Okay. Before this gets too real, because I feel like it already is too real. Anyways, uh, NFTs are slow as usual. Scum edition minted today. Feel nice about that. Um, I I, I don't know. I just, I'm here for the art. So I'm happy about that. Um, oh, you're just here for the art for that specifically. Yes. Everything else. No, fuck the art. Uh, easy. You're going to laugh at this. Actually. I don't, I, I didn't get a chance to DM you this. I got a text from one of my IRL friends who, uh, texted me and he's like, yo, did easy just buy this shit coin? And I was like, I, I don't know. And he was like, oh, okay. And I guess he was pocket watching you. So it made me laugh. I'm not going to say what oh. shit coin it was. It was I know. sweet. I know. No, dang, <laughs> okay. <man. laughs> it was sweet. I only bought one shitcoin today, and I'm up two and a half x. Yeah. Fucking watch me buy sweets. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, "Yo, did Easy just buy this?" I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't watch his wallet. And he's like, "Oh, okay. I think he just bought it." So I was like, "It's funny yeah. when I have someone." T- <laughs> made, made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> <What the> fuck? <laughs> Man's can't even shitcoin in peace over here anymore. No, oh yeah. You, <laughs> there's no. There's no hiding. There's no hiding from that. Um, and dude, the but, worst part is my wallet starts with fu. Like F Y O U, so like most people figure that out pretty quickly, and it's, it's that's not a euphemism. That's how I feel to the people pocket watching. Oh, that's really funny. You're literally telling them like 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 you have it right in front of you every time they go to look at your wallet. That's hilarious. Yeah, they see it. There's no argument. But yeah, I mean, sweets is cooking. Like, dude, what was surprising to me about this stupid shit coin, and I'm still fucking I don't know, dude. I want to sell it. I'm up nicely on it. But a bunch of ETH people I saw got into it. A bunch of people in the portal were actually sharing it, excited about it. And then I even saw living on the internet, Lodi, BitBoy Jay get in on Oh, no way. Yeah, so I was like, okay, this thing's got the right legs. Granted, there's only a 1,000 holders of the stupid fucking thing. 967. Uh, how many? 1,000. But you want to know what's even crazier? It's a 500,000 fully diluted market cap, and it's got 105K in the TVL. 
So like that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Right now it's like 100k and it they're they're not airdropping tokens to the liquidity providers until tomorrow. So I'm like, wow, this is like a shit. It's the only shit coin I've seen that has not actually gone under its initial like release price somehow. So speaking of our former resident poor ETH alpha, sometimes poor Solana alpha, but OG great crypto shitcoin trader, Shrimp, what's going on? Dude, first off, shout out to the fucking Solana shitcoin season chat. Fucking goats, because I was at the office today, so obviously I'm not paying attention. And then I decided to pull up the chat and I see the sweets and I see them talking about it. I'm like, oh, I'm late. They're like, nah, you're really not. So I walked down the stairs, like fucking three stories, so I could get better service to buy this fucking coin. And next thing you know, I'm up just like you. I'm up a little over 2x right now, dude. And I'm, I'm riding it, man. This is the longest I've held a shit coin. I've had it for about an hour. And it's doing good. So I'm, I'm glad I got in on the sweets play. Uh, makes up for my gambling losses last night so far. So I'm not that upset. Uh, but yeah, dude, shit coins are fun. Uh, you make money, but you also lose a lot too. So uh, DYOR, NFA, uh, don't hold to zero because ultimately they all will probably go to zero. No, uh, but yeah, will, not, but not, not probably. They all literally go to zero. Yeah, but I'll, every I single mean, one. This one's, doing, this one's doing good and it's going up like slowly, but surely like after an hour, I'm, at, oh, I'm a little over a 2x. Like that's pretty good instead of like a 5x in like 10 seconds. And I'll buy more. Oh, well, I'm not buying anymore. I'll tell you that, dude. I'm driving. So, like, honestly, I can't sell it right now. So, they drained the LP, which they burned it, so they can't do that. But if it gets drained, I'm fucked. Well, they're not going to drain the LP. Like, I know. But that's the thing. Like, like the airdrop's not for 24 hours from when it launched, which was – that's what I was kind of bullish about because we've already seen uh, how airdrops go. Shout out Puke. Uh, that one – That I worked out well. Dude, I didn't. I knew once I saw the community that got airdropped it. I'm like, that shit's going straight down. What happened? Dumped. Like not even a green candle when it started uh, last night. That was fucking hilarious. I no, it, it actually went under its release price. I've never exactly. seen that happen. I've never Dude, seen that happen. My buddy's like, how to lose five soul in 20 seconds? Because he actually put five soul into it. And uh, I mean, to be fair, I was actually, I actually tried to put one soul into it. Uh, but I couldn't get a buy to go through. And I went and looked at Bird Eye. I'm like, huh, well, at least I didn't lose my one soul. Yeah, well played. Well played. We'll give you that. You did well. So, man, Shrimp, you were just printing on shitcoins. Dude, I'm doing good with the shitcoins, man. And the only ones that, like, I mean, I don't really want to say the tokens, but ones that, like, I guess that I think, I mean, King's doing its thing and shit like that. But I've talked to a lot of people in the DMs and stuff. And one that's like really un, like underperforming and stuff, but it's good and they really can't rug the poor token. Like I don't hold it right now because I, I kind of bought it last night and then I got up a little bit. And I just took it out because the movement on it wasn't there. But I'm kind of wondering if like that might actually do something though. Because the you know the name of the token poor Solana, then they actually put out a whole thread with the utility and shit like that they point out adding to it. The only thing is, is again the buying pressure is not on there. When I was looking at it, there's not a lot of buys and stuff. So I mean, it's, I feel like it's low risk with more upside than downside. Yeah, yeah, I do like it, but I'm just so hesitant to hold anything for an extended period exactly. of time. Exactly. 
that that's my issue. I don't want to hold any of these shit tokens in my fucking wallet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the only one that I think that could like actually maybe do something if they keep tweeting more and shit like that. But I don't mm-hmm. fucking know, dude. It's shit coins, dude. Yeah, that it is. Manny, how we living? Dude, I haven't looked at an NFT other than this buddy when I bought it like maybe a week ago. Like I. I'm so lost in the sauce on these BRC20s, dude. I was on Rare Fud today, and we just did, like, a deep dive on that. So shout-out to Bison, shout-out to Dorian and uh, Joe. Like, if you want to check out, like, a BRC20 101, check out their channel. Dude, it was pretty awesome. Like, I bought some stuff live on stream, and uh, I think it might cook. So I'm just kind of hanging out. That's where all of my attention is going to be focused on. And like Bunny said, I'm, like, glued to this Uniswap thing and, like, all of my coworkers are so pumped. They're just like, we're so fucking back. And like, they're like pretty euphoric. So I feel like I should probably sell it and then watch them like kind of round trip it. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. <sighs> Man, you get your coworkers into these wild fucking plays. And I just worry. I no, worry don't pay for handed, dude. Oh, wait, don't. Dude, all right. I won't. But side note, that whole FTX potentially reopening it around like a there, it was all over the timeline that like a 30% of all of your assets or whatever you might be able to get back. That Solet BTC play is still live, right? So like if Solet, like you can deposit into FTX, all of the Solet, you'll be able to get 30 cents on it um, for every Bitcoin. And it's already trading at a 90% value. So there's like a free 2x there once it opens. Yeah, that's fucking wild. And I'm curious to see if that actually happens. I mean... You're seeing a potential FTX buyout, which to me is really interesting at the moment. Um, ah, dude, I, you know, it's just one of those things like I don't know how comfortable I feel on that. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to believe in that. I guess you could. Because like, dude, you are doused in kerosene and flicking matches, dude. This is like the farthest end of the risk spectrum, dude. Like this is like I don't believe in anything about them coming back but if it does yeah that's a free 2x i mean they're raising capital right now at 30 percent of valuation to buy out assets i somehow i ended up on an email thread from a vc fund that sent me the email with the potential buy and i was like i don't know how i got this and it was to my personal email too like not even a work one i was like i don't know what i signed up for but it was from a legitimate acquisition group and a credit buyout group so i was like oh shit okay i guess this is like very real and i was actually talking to nick about it and me and him were just like this seems like free money if you somehow get enough capital in. But I was like, dude, this also just seems like a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> like, why would, I, why would I want to put capital into this when you can deploy it elsewhere with much safer potential? You know? Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, Jux, what's going on? Long time no talk. How you been? Good. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to come up here and promote the fact that Simple Swap will trade ETH to Sol in exactly three minutes. I paid $5 for the transaction on the ETH side, and I paid 0.3 SOL on the 9 SOL purchase. So I think the exchange rate's really good, too. So Simple swap ETH, is fucking awesome. Yeah, any ETH folk that are fading SOL plays because they don't have SOL and don't know how to get it, uh, Simple Swap is going to be your answer. Yeah, um, and for those outside the U.S., SideShift does it, I think, even quicker. So you got options. You got moves to be made there. 
Those uh, those swaps are your friends if you're trying to do some cross-chain action, especially with the gas on the L1s. You can also obviously swap to like ARB and others that give you much quicker opportunities to make plays. Dude, even ARB shitcoins have been pushing right now with like Moomoo and some of these other ones. I haven't dove into that. I just don't have the bandwidth to try to focus on that too at all. So I've just kind of watched from the sidelines of some of the pages that I follow have just been absolutely printing. Like absolutely printing on those. So kudos to them. But winners, what do you got for us? You know I got it bad Cause you bad, baby Just put it in a bag And I got you, baby Looking at all that ass Got me mad, crazy Alright, I removed that We're not gonna do that today uh, She gets one chance He looks like it walked so mine could run Yeah, yeah it does I mean, we give winners a chance Every single day, multiple times a day And she comes up with your bullshits Every single day no, she used to pull up and give value in like a random one or two AI shitcoin that was created four minutes Dude, ago. That did a she was night. just doing another space. You should have saw how fucking professional she sounded, man. Zero yeah. sexual innuendos. There are no jokes about shooting somebody's uh, mom in the woods. I mean, it was it was weird. And yet she comes here and disrespects us every single day. Every day. Every day. No, like it's never not been disrespectful. It's the lack. Of respect is alarming at best. I, 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 maybe we should give her a chance, guys. Maybe she's just like you know, just got you're a lot only of saying that because to... she got a voodoo doll of your ass in the closet. Yes, easy. Yes, okay. All right, all right. What is? <laughs> What's going on? I I just wanted to say um, I figured out my roadcaster, um, and then. I can tell. <laughs> wasn't that dope? I mean, I feel like I need intro. That wasn't dope. I need intro music, and that's just going to be my theme song for a long time. Um, no, I wanted to talk about something other than Bambi. Um, that's a first. I know. I tell you. Why? I know. Okay, let's just talk about Bambi. I swear to God, we're like a hundred million dollar uh, market cap programmed. Absolutely. No. Um, so. Or.io slash coins. Look it up, okay. tap it in, and just look at that money. Like that, it's a printer. It's a money printer. Um, and just go down through those. And like Manny and I have been trying to tell y'all, it's it's there. You just got to do it. Now, on the 24 hour, it looks a little red. But guess what's not red? Wait, wait, wait. So what? We just go to the website and make money? No, darling. You. That's where you pick the ones that you want to buy, and then you go on Unisat and and then you buy them. So okay, but it looks kind of red right now because everybody's cycling into Bambi. We all know it's fine. Um, but just just look, look at that market cap, look at that twenty four hour volume, and then fade it more. And stay poor. Okay, wait, wait, Witters, Witters. This is a Bitcoin NFT marketplace, right? Like that's that's what this is. So the the org.io slash coins that will just give you just a general like look see into the top performing coins. Um, Unisat is where you buy and trade your your shenanigans, your BRC here. Your BRC twenties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and and what are these pictures? Yeah, are? and the. In my closet, Frisk, you should see what kind of outfits 
that I have you in right now. It's just, it's adorable. Nope, 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 nope. Chills, no, chills. No, like, no, not the good kind of chills, the bad no, kind of chills. No, no, Ray, what's going on? Just right down my fucking spine. Yo, I don't know what it's going to take to get me to buy something that's not a shit coin. I, that's what I want to talk to y'all about. Like, what's going to get our attention away from this shit? About Bodagos, maybe? Like, I would not... I would rather go into a risky shit coin than Sandbar, than KYDS, than, I don't know. Besides, I, I can't think of any NFTs coming up besides Bodagos, and I just tried really hard to pull those last two out. That's the thing. Like, it depends how long the shitcoin meta lasts. Like, I, I honestly, I'm surprised it lasted today, and, like, Sweets gave it some legs because they did, like, a proper release with it where they waited to actually give the airdrop the tokens and let retail trade at first. Like I think tomorrow this token dies the second that airdrop hits when everyone dumps it. Like a bottom still managed to get 5% for like 10 soul out the gate. So like for me that like, as soon as we like yesterday was ugly with shit coins and a lot of people losing a lot of capital very quickly. And that's where like the bigger concern and cause of concern is. So like you look at it from that perspective and like once the shit coins stop having any secondary stuff going on with very little profit at all, that's when like the season ends, like it shifts. But for now, it's still printing. Still, yo, my my shitcoin homies are so into this shit that they're like talking about that this shitcoin season is gonna birth some blue co blue coin shitcoins. I'm like, and I'm like, bro, you fucking crazy. But he's all in on like his main shitcoin is poor, believe it or not. Like, there's this wallet that just buys hella poor every second of the day it's not a bot it's my homie smoking a blunt and buying this shit up little by little i don't know what he knows or uh, he just loves the way they run their twitter and shit like for a longevity play but he, he likes that and nana like that nana and the new scs token he says the only things he says all the other shit coins who knows but He's more into this shit than I am. So I've been buying like a soul or two of poor every day, kind of little by little, instead of like one to one art and NFTs. I feel so terrible. Hey, it's part of the game, it's part of the system. As the liquidity continues to cycle, like I said, it just ha once it happens, it happens ugly and it's quick when uh, these things kind of tail off. And yesterday, a lot of people were calling for the death of it. If basically, if you bought the dips yesterday, you printed even more. But uh, Shrimp, what's going on? Then we're going to go to NB, then to Deep. No, nah, I mean, Ray kind of brought up the NFT thing, and that's kind of what, like, I'm doing. Like, I have every intentions of rotating this shit into some uh, JPEGs at some point, probably be a liquid. But, one, I do want to get a fuddy. Yeah, I know. Weird. I don't even have any Sui or a Sui wallet. But I do want to get a fuddy uh, on the off chance that they just end up doing something on Sui. Uh, but, dude, geckos, ovals... Cyber frogs, and this one's gonna sound crazy coming out of my mouth, but an okay bear. Like those are the four projects that I think that like can definitely, you know, go up from where they're currently at. I mean, I, I could say Liberty Square, but that's me being bag biased. Valid. We know how that goes. Exactly. So like I mean, I don't hold any of those four projects, but those are four that I definitely am looking at because I think there's more upside than downside. And especially if the market, I don't know, people are talking about like possibly bleeding some more. I think those NFTs will only bleed so much more before they actually have more of an upwards trend. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. 
It's. Uh, I mean, it's, okay, Bears. They easily can get back to sixty-five. I mean, what they're at fifty-four right now, so that's what ten sole profit right there. Uh, geckos, they're at below forty. Easily can hit up to around like fifty, probably. If not, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I just trust gecko because geckos, no doubt. But ovals, I feel like that's fucking a good play, though. I think ovals could do something crazy. I, I love their team, though. I've been talking to them more. I mean, dude, the Gecko's team gets it. Ovals just rolled out that creator protocol, which is huge. Going to create a lot of opportunity for upcoming mints and speculation there. And that's something that I continue to watch and kind of just wait to see like what's actually going to happen with it. I think that there is a lot of potential on that side of things, giving an easy way for creators and project founders to launch stuff as quickly as possible, like seamless ways to airdrop, do a bunch of other cool mechanics. And they're just opening up a tool set that lets people do that in a much smoother hey, fashion. Hey, are you watching Sweet right now? I just refreshed my wallet. Yeah, it's cooking. This thing is just a piss missile up. NB, what do you got for us? I got a lot, Easy. Uh, I got a lot. Okay. Well, first of all, if you spent more than $100 in ETH gas in the last six months, Tezos will give you five Tezos for free. So that's pretty cool. That's a $5. It's five bucks. It's a free five bucks. Gets you a coffee or a fuck ton of art on Tezos, whichever you prefer. Um, and then Ray... What was Ray saying? Oh, yeah. What's going to get me to go back from shit coins? I, I don't think PFPs are, are going to come back. I, I don't. But I also don't know that side of the market as well. But art, the art side of the market is moving with the forever right now, like creative pursuits. And there's still a lot of opportunities there for people who really enjoy art to be an active rather than passive collector. And people are taking full advantage of that, which has been really cool to see. But I just see us kind of moving towards digital art and digital collectibles and hopefully letting that nasty NFT word kind of die out. And then we just kind of pick up next, hopefully not on hype, but just because people are buying shit they actually want, which is, you know, it's what we should really have. The art market does really well because of scarcity, right? But it's healthy scarcity. It's because people are actually wanting the assets that are scarce. Whereas NFTs, it's like artificial scarcity. People are just driving up hype for a temporary period of time. And then it doesn't actually, nobody actually wants the assets. So eventually it goes to zero. So I just hope that like the people who went to shit coins kind of stay in shit coins. And then whatever fills the gaps or comes back, it's just people who are here for the asset itself. And then we would see like actual, real, sustainable, stable uh, growth and, and see this stuff be a, a stable store of value, which is what it really needs to be right now. I like the serious NB, giving some alfalfa here and there. We do like the art market. Is that something that uh, I still have a bunch of art stuff in my vault? I do need to pick up some more. I like that Frisk was getting into the art scene. And I think that that will never die. I think that that's where we continue to get a lot of positive aspects of it. You know what I mean? So, like, that's something that I continue to watch and continue to gain interest from. And uh, I do think that you're spot on when it comes to, like, where and what will happen with this, if that makes sense. You know, like, taking a look at it here, it comes down to what does the art market kind of present. And it's those actual digital assets of things that people want. But we got the deep up here. The deep, what's going on? Hey, easy bunny fist. How's it going, man? Um, I want to circle back about the conversation about shitcoins, right? Like, 
last time we had this in Jan, a lot of people made insane amount of money because Bonk was literally free money. So that time it was easy for people to rotate into NFTs and we saw like a bull market. But right now, you know, that it's a different situation because only the rich people have made money. And then there are some people like Shrimp who have been able to make money. Shout out to Shrimp. He's out there saving people uh, on the internet. Uh, he's a superhero. But no, the point is most people have actually lost money or are somewhat closer to their original sort of capital. So it's not like a, it's not been that kind of a season where a lot of people have literally made money, at least on Seoul, because the quality of shit coins that we saw this time was like relatively terrible, so to say. Like, I'm not saying that people did not cook, but like overall percentage, if you see what number of people cooked and what number of did not, what, what number of people did not cook, it's like very skewed. So for me to think that, hey, do you do I think that you know all of it is going to rotate into NFTs and and spark a bull run? I don't think so. Like I, I generally don't see it happening like uh, ASAP. I think it's going to be slow as grind. Uh, not to forget that a lot of people have degen so much that they have loaned out their blue chip NFTs and bought into shit coins and lost that money, uh, including myself. So you're going to see a lot of liquidations over a few collections over the next few days and weeks, which might see a, a slow bleed. And then eventually, hopefully someday, uh, you will release your NFT collection and hopefully uh, that marks the top because that will be the peak euphoria and you know send us down for a bear market for a couple of months. Uh, but we need like, you know, that one cook which makes everyone else fucking cook. Uh, a lot of people have been buying this shitcoin called Charlie on, on ETH right now. That I don't know. I haven't looked at the chart. But holy shit, man. I decided to fade sweets and it's up like 30% since, you know, Shim started talking. So I don't know. I don't know what else to say, to be honest. Like I'm sidelined. I'm so scared to degen again because I'm down 50%. So I need to make it back in one trade. I bought into poor... I ended up losing on, on poor not once but twice. And then I was like, fuck this, dude. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, you know, like right now, maybe uh, I have to like preserve my capital because if I'm not hitting it right, then it's just like, you know, I need to take a step back and reanalyze. So, yeah, I'm pretty much sidelined right now, to be honest. But I do intend to make it back in one trade. That's always the goal, man. That one trade that just separates it gives you some massive profit, but uh, it's tough to really time, you know. And trust me, you're gonna get there. It's gonna be okay. It sounds but like I a do agree. Like, right? He does, yeah. But that's what that's what we. Yeah, all this want. is the first time I I did not like manage my risk, and I almost hit it big. I was just like you know greedy for twenty percent. So like, I I'm a phenomenal trader. I just don't know when to exit. So yeah, I'm doing like I'm halfway there, Andy. So. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I got for you. I'm sorry. Wish I had something more. Klaus, what do you got for us? What's up, Easy? Um, I mean, it's kind of to the point of what brings our attention back to NFTs. I, I find that narrative and conversation really interesting because I think it's very dependent on how long, you know, shit coins run for, you know, if regulation comes into shit coins, 
realistically, you know, it could last a couple more months. It could last, you know, a couple more weeks. Um, nobody really knows. But I think yesterday was kind of a scary uh, impact point for people because realistically, yeah, the hype could die really quick off meme coins. Yeah, all it takes is, you know, one thing that drives people's attention elsewhere. Uh, that thing is, though, um, you know, we're all profit oriented right now in this market, which is totally fair. makes complete sense. Uh, so until you see th those type of gains kind of returning to NFTs or even floors going up, uh, I, I don't know that that's necessarily the case. And it might not even be ETH NFTs. I, I saw a post earlier um, about ordinals and I think it was Bitcoin punks or Bitcoin apes were up like 400% over the last two months. Whereas like, you know, Yuga was down like 40% over the last yeah, two Bitcoin months. Bitcoin apes. Yeah. Uh, which I think is really interesting because, you know, maybe it's more of a narrative of people going to, you know, wherever the money is. It's also like 80% smaller of a supply, right? Isn't there only like two? Yeah, but I have one and it's your ape. <laughs> uh, I mean, regardless of the supply, I, I think I'm just speaking to the point of people want profit and, you know, maybe ETH NFTs, you know, are dead right now. You know, they definitely could come back, but it at least seems like ordinals are picking up a lot of steam. So it might go from meme coins to ordinals, then back to ETH NFTs. I have no idea. Um, and I wouldn't say the PFP game is dead. That's just a ridiculous narrative. Like if you look at just mutant apes and beans alone, they have over 20,000 fucking PFPs on Twitter. So I think that's a garbage narrative. I think collectibles and personalities online will always be a thing. Uh, people just enjoy kind of, you know, doing their thing and then kind of, uh, rallying as, as someone else on, on online, which is totally fair. Uh, so I think we'll see, you know, more of them. I'm actually kind of curious, easy, you know, can you tell us a little bit about your market perspective in terms of how you're thinking about your project and like things you might do or things you might stray away from? Cause I find that really interesting right now. Uh, it would be incredibly hard for me to ever launch a project in, in this environment. And I don't ever plan to, but I'm just curious, like kind of your approach and strategy right now. I mean, yeah, the tough part is like, you really can't, like try to like timing the market versus time in the market is always like the big conversation. And I think for us, that's been a, like one of the bigger things. And it's like watching the shitcoin craze actually gives some insights. Like if you can find ways to return value back to the holders, whether it's of course the easiest way is like floor price go up. And I say easy because that's like the one metric people care about, but like there's other ways to incentivize that. And there's a lot of things that like we've been thinking about internally to provide back to those people who are going to support us when we launch. And I think that's like the big thing for us and like what we're, we're really excited about and knowing that we're probably still, we're not minting tomorrow, thank God, because shitcoin the craze right now. But I think we're going to end up having a decent time where this cycle and maybe even it does reach the board, like another boring phase. Like I don't think the shitcoin meme meta is going to last another full, call it three to five weeks personally. Uh, which is kind of in line with what we're almost aiming for. And I think that gives us a decent opportunity where people are going to be looking for another opportunity to still participate in the market and find things. And then from there, it's like, okay, now the big ask is how do we get people excited? What's new? What ways can you incentivize people to want to participate? And the big thing that a lot of people like talk about and like kind of like FUD is almost like the community sentiment. And like if there's 4,000 active market participants that are daily trading, how do we instead capture the... 8,000 that are still listening to the space and continuing to be engaged, but not have to be hyperactive per se, while still giving them something to enjoy through 
more of like a habit forming aspect. And like, we've done a pretty good job with the free NFTs. I mean, we're still getting about 10,000 claims a day on those. So that alone is already showing that there's still people that listen and tune in and get excited about the market, but may not just be actively trading. So how do we appeal to a wider market from that marketing perspective and turn those traders into not just speculators, but supporters and then ultimately advocates. And that's like what a marketing funnel really is. And that's where like the content comes into play. Like we host daily shows. I'm on spaces three times a day plus YouTube. And a lot of people say like, aren't you wasting a lot of time with that? And I don't view it as a waste of time because if you can convert 1%, half a percent of those people into people that just want to rock with you and support what you're doing and appreciate the content that you put out, that creates a, a user that has a much smaller likelihood of ever selling that asset. And that just becomes somebody who wants to continue to go on whatever journey you're going on through like a supportive mindset. And I think that's an angle that we're really starting to take while still just trying to make it fun. Like we entered this space and I say we, because like this is kind of the market mindset that I came in with was I saw an opportunity to trade assets in a hyper transparent manner. But then the bigger thing that became more interesting to me was now, how do I find things that I resonate with that still provide that potential inherent value over time. Like who's actually creating a business, who's actually generating revenue, who's actually creating a fun experience, whether it's through entertainment, emotion evoking content, a game, uh, community involved aspects of it. And all of those things are things that we talk about literally daily. So that's kind of what we're looking at from our side of things is like, how do we make this an enjoyable journey for the participants more so than ourselves? Because the people have been rocking with us for almost two years. Like what's crazy is September will be two years of the NFT morning show and August is one year of this show. And that's like insane to me. Like July, I'll be working full-time with the Nifty for a year. And then it's like, okay, now how do we just kind of figure out a way to make other people enjoy this process and try to like almost like you watch TV and you watch movies and almost like escape from what's going on outside of that. How do we give people even 30 seconds, a minute of ways to just enjoy content? And I really like what 10KTF has done with that. And uh, every Thursday, you know, you're getting something. It doesn't matter how big or small, you know you're getting something. And it's like a model that I strive to try to capture some sense of ideology around and something that I really think that they've crushed. And I think that we can replicate similar. Like you've seen our narrative in the comic. And I think that we're going to continue to go that avenue and just create an enjoyable process for it. And I know that was kind of a long monologue, but I hope it answered the question. No, it was just excellent. I just have a quick point to add to what you said because it completely resonates with the way I think about it. Uh, like if you look at this market right now, obviously the majority of NFTs are going down and have been the last few months or even last six months at eight months. Uh, so when you look at why people buy right now, it's not with expectation for profit for the majority of cases. They're they're buying into a community that they want to be a part of. And, and I think people need to kind of, especially founders, really, really lay into that a little bit more because realistically, if everyone's bags are down, but they're still here, you know, how do you get them, you know, more involved, more engaged, happier? You, you increase that customer feedback loop or that holder feedback loop and then create more, you know, activities for them to engage with they're happier on the timeline you get free brand ambassadors of course you know that's a theoretical and hypothetical it could work out but it also may not depending on the market uh but i do think like the main lever you have to right now kind of feed into is your, your community feedback yeah there's a ton of nft traders that don't know what the fuck they're talking about yeah there's community members that have never run a business that have no clue what they're talking about uh but from a founder's perspective if you're not like hearing them out, listening out constantly, um, or even just taking in their feedback and ideas, you're realistically going to struggle because you're going to put out shit they have no interest in. And I think some brands are really seeing a whole lot of that over the last few months. And we'll see, you know, some more capitulate because realistically, if you don't know your audience and, and who you're building for, good luck fucking building. 
hundred percent. And I do think that there's a, it's a double-edged sword because people want something. And a lot of the consumer base doesn't know what they want. They just want price to go up. So I think in the bear, you have far more opportunities to continue to ship and see what resonates more with the ecosystem and then double down on those positives versus pivot. And even if it doesn't resonate, that's then when you pivot. And we actually saw, I think, OK Bears had arguably the best iteration of this on Solana. They held like a three-hour press conference at NFT NYC, got flooded to high hell. Their floor price dropped 50%. And then they said, yeah, we fucked up. We now know not to do that again. Keep it 30 minutes. Keep it to a way that more people can consume it than just NFT NYC participants and really took back what they had heard, but realized and utilized it as like a learning lesson and not just baseless FUD. And I was like, damn, like that was exactly what they had to do. And that was something for me where it was like clear that it made me way more eager and excited to understand what was going on with their ecosystem and market and their way to understand like the participants and holders of that space. So for me, that's where I was like, okay, this was like a good way for them to take in that feedback and learn how to adapt in full. And I was like, okay, that's, that's good. Especially because in a bowl, you don't get as many of those chances. There's too many people with too much going on to try to stimulate that frequently. Whereas in the bear, you have far more times to take shots and see what hits. Dude, easy. I have breaking news. What do you got? I pinned, I pinned it to the top, dude. 50K Ordi just sold for $883,606. Bro, it's a picture of an HTML file. Yeah, dude. Somebody paid 800 racks for that, dude. Like, bro, tell me we are early without telling me we are early, my dude. Are you still holding Ordi? No, I sold it all. I papered it all from like four to seven. What a mistake, dude. But man, this was insane. I can't believe it. That's fucking crazy, dude. An HTML file just sold for 800K. Well, let's hit the rest of these hands here because we're already over by about 10 minutes. Jux, what's going on? Then we're going to go up to Frisk. Yeah, I thought we were going to wrap for sure. Um, I know that we were talking about, uh, I think MB had said that we weren't going to rotate into PFP NFTs. But I, I do think, because I've been feeling the like downward trend right now too, but I do think, because I've been Hawkeyeing it since, actually for the last probably 24 hours, um, Fuddies are making noise the discord is wild um the people that are in there uh not only like the the vibe but the people that are actually active in there are like big time names on solana uh Swee's looking healthy as far as like the prize of itself and then the fuddy's floor is definitely significantly up and to see the rares get accumulated as much as they have been over the last like 12 to 16 hours or so has been pretty gnarly i actually just bought js's rank 23 off of him um, I think they're going to do well. I'm super bullish on their team and the people that are involved. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we can see something come out of that that chain overall. I mean, if someone's going to do it, it's going to be Rain. It's going to be that team. I'm excited to see it. They played into the FUD perfectly, and now they're kind of bouncing back. Frisk, what do you got for us? I, 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 nothing, honestly. It's just, we can just wrap the show. I, everything, I just want to say everything you said was like kind of a great note to end the show on. But uh, like, and it just kind of shows a lot of like what to expect with Bodagos in general, but also more importantly, like to like what Nifty has kind of like done and what you guys have done. That, that's really all I have to say. I didn't have anything like a value to add. Um, but yeah, I know we're over time. We Let are. the dogs out, easy. <laughs> Just drop them right now. Yeah, okay. unleash the cage, dude. Uh, let them take <laughs> over and run over people and bite them in the ass. Oh, well, that was I think so there's no better way to wrap the show than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, but that's going to do it. We're back again at 8 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. I appreciate you rocking with us per usual. Y'all are great day in and day out. This is what it's all about. We're back again at 8 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Klaus, great questions. 
Speakers, great conversation. NB, great seriousness. Winners, seek help. And we're going to be back bright and early tomorrow. Shout out to all the listeners per usual. Y'all are great. We'll see you in the morning.